Remember to check out OOTunes on the Radio Player Canada app. Get those on your smart device, folks, because if you have to take off, go out during the show between 2 and 4 p.m. Eastern or one of the repeats, but you want to keep up on the program right here from AMI-audio, Kelly and Company, that is, well, get one of those uh, great apps that sound wonderful and have so much great content on them, OOTunes, or the one that has so many Canadian stations lined up ready for you, the Radio Player Canada app. Awesome apps in which to take us with you. I'm Kelly McDonald, host of the program, my co-host at the Toronto Home Studio, Ramya Muthan. Leanne, nice and early in November, we're going to be getting our holiday talk in, prepping for the holidays. We're talking about a bunch of different things. We'll call it the holiday fun guide. Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds sounds about right. Considering, um, you know, we're going to the malls um, around Halloween, we're already starting to see all the Halloween stuff disappearing and all the Christmas and Hanukkah stuff uh, getting put in. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's as good a time as any to to get into it. Yeah, if anything, we're late. So let's get, yeah. get to it. Um, talking about t- tree tim- trimming. I can never say that right. Tree trimming uh, to begin. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, first thing you want to deal with is whether you're choosing an artificial tree or a real tree. You know, each one has its merits depending on how much work you want to put into it. And with the with the real tree, you know, you have to worry about maintaining it by watering it. You have to clean up the the fallen needles. Uh, pretty much every day. I remember one year, the only time I got a real tree, um, I was finding mm. needles well into July. <laughs> so oh my. They, okay. Yeah. They, they kind of just show up uh, in random places, uh, even if you think you've gotten them all. Did you and enjoy then of it course, though? Or was that, the, was that the reason why you only had it the one year? <laughs> I did enjoy it. I liked the smell and I liked the look of it, but the maintenance and then the disposal part was like the biggest issue because you had to wrap it a certain way for the city to right. be able to take it. Yeah. So that yeah. was, I think for me, that was a barrier because I was living in a condo and it just, you know, it was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I mean, enough of us don't even <clears throat> take down our Christmas decorations on time. You know, sometimes there's partial decorations into Jan, February. So I can imagine oh, how yeah. much time consuming uh, process it is with the real trees. So what can we mm-hmm. consider, whether we're doing artificial or real, um, yeah. what does the tree trimming have to offer? Okay. Well, you know, uh, with the artificial, you know, you can get pretty much any color, any size, any shape. <clears throat> but um, what I like to do is keep it, it looks kind of like a large hockey bag on wheels. And the tree, once you take it apart, goes back in there, you zip it up and it goes back into a closet and uh, ready for next year. So uh, one place to start is probably the lights. Um, There are so many different things you can um, choose. You have uh, colored lights, bright white lights. You know, everybody, some people like a theme. So they try to choose um, lights that, you know, fit that theme. So if you're going with a silver and and blue or, you know, really depending on... um, what your mood is for this year. Okay. That sounds really nice. And the lights. Yeah. So applying them is a whole other ball game. Um, When we first got our cat, the first year he decided to get himself strung up in the lights and we had to cut him out of the tree. (laughs) And so, uh, yep. And uh, so after that, we had to uh, find more creative ways of, um, putting on the lights so that he wouldn't be able to uh, get into it. So we ended up just putting lights on the top half of the tree and leaving the bottom bare. It wasn't the most attractive looking tree, but it works. 
Um, then the other thing too, so tinsel is one of those things, I guess it's more of, you know, I grew up in the seventies and eighties and, um, I don't know if tinsel is, is, is as much, um, a big deal as it is, as it was then. So if you like it, go for it, but just be aware that, um, for pets, uh, you probably want to stay away from it because it, it can wind up and gets caught in their stomachs. Exactly. And- yeah. Pets around holidays, and I'm sure we'll be talking about it with Danielle Jeankind, but it is a big, like other things too, right? Plants and, and festive things, uh, chocolates, gifts, wrap, oh, whatever. Yeah. Beware exactly. your Exactly. Yeah. And holiday plants too, like poinsettias and lilies can be really toxic for, mm-hmm. for cats and dogs. So if you do decide to have them, put them up high or keep them in, in certain areas at night. So if your pets are loose then they won't get into your plants. Yep, exactly. Um, right. Yeah. So the next thing, you know, um, if you want to use, if you're not sure if your lights are on, then you can use uh, a light detector like, um, sorry, my cat is trying to jump into paper bags. <laughs> um, yeah, so you can you. use a light, the, the light detector um, app so you can see if, if there's any lights burnt out based on the, t- the, the chime that the app makes. So... Mm, got to mm-hmm. use your tech wherever possible. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's so much use for it too. Electrical outlets is the next thing, right? Um, one yes. year, very recently, I put my whole tree together <clears throat> and then realized, oh, there's no electrical outlet on the side and we had to do like a moving party. So <laughs> big yep, deal. Exactly. Yep. And uh, so, you know, that having near electrical outlets is a big key or making sure whatever outlet is plugged into is not overloaded. So Mm -hmm. you don't want to worry about uh, fire on top of everything else. No. Um, Leanne, how about, I want to move to the crafting bit, because this is a lot of fun, making personalized gifts for the holidays. Oh, yeah. There's so many options out there with, you know, in the world of Pinterest, and there's like a million holiday craft shows now you can watch on on TV. So it gives you uh, quite a good cross-section of things you you can try out. So. Oh my gosh, this cat. Um, anyway, sorry. Um, making a handmade gifts for people is a really nice way to show that you, you care about them. So whether it's knit or crocheted, uh, a baked good or a handmade craft, um, you know, they make really good um, host and hostess gifts. And if you're just starting out, you know, as a knitter, things like uh, simple things like dishcloths or scarves. And the really cool thing about the dishcloths is they're always useful and you can sort of... Um, wrap a small ornament inside or you can tie it around mm. um, a wine bottle and with a little bow you know there's lots of really nice things you can do and uh, the other that. thing yeah uh, we've talked about making um, brailler art before so using our Perkins brailers there's a m- bunch of different patterns uh, on paths to literacy uh, org where the, you can get a brailler pattern for menorahs for dreidels for Santa's face for elves candles angels you name it I even did a TARDIS one year. So <laughs> depending <laughs> on uh, how fancy. That. Yep. Things it's one get, of my favorites. Yeah. Yep. So, Very you know, nice. it, you can make really cool um, printed card, like Braille cards like that for people. And it's not going to cost you a lot because I know if you try to buy them, they're pretty astronomical. Yep. Yep. Yeah. How about making your own and, wrapping paper? Oh, yeah. So um, you can get that brown craft paper that comes in a, in a big roll. And you can get some lovely holiday-themed stamps. Um, you can get um, some holiday-themed stickers. You know, 
Um, you can even get some fabric paint and make some 3D pictures on there. So, you know, if you have someone who, you know, love to feel the image of like a holly leaf or of a Christmas tree, you know, you can, you can do some pretty creative things with that. Um, mm-hmm. The last thing, I, I, this one I did for my daughters last year. I made um, a holiday theme bookmark and I got um, that paper that um, it's sort of, it's like a plastic cover. You, you put the paper inside and it kind of seals it. So it, it becomes right. waterproof. Yeah. So again, you can do it with some ribbon and some nice um, cardstock and some stamps. So depending on what you want to do, you can, you can be really creative in that realm. Now, and everybody for the has out there. Oh, well, yes. So cookie trays, uh, you can bake a variety of cookies and squares, put them on a really nice small decorative tray or in a nice little metal tin with a ribbon. Those are really great options. I know everybody always has those cookie exchanges every year. Um, So that got to get ready for that. And the next one is making homemade jams, especially we just got out of like uh, peach season and strawberry season. So if you have some, you know, put away in the freezer, it's a good time to kind of make those and you can make your own uh, custom labels either in Braille or large print. And then um, you can get some really nice holiday fabric to put on the lid and and, uh, glue good it on there. There's so many really cool things. Mm -hmm. Um, The other ones are uh, you can make like your own dry soup mix. So you get a long, thin tube, tubular plastic um, uh, bag and you can put in uh, dried stock, dried vegetables, different kinds of beans and then you can print out the recipe or braille it out and then attach it with, with the gift. Um, I've seen this oh, I done. I love that idea. Yeah, it's really neat. You can do like a split pea. You can do a lentil soup. There's all kinds of really um, minestrone ones I've seen. Really nice stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You can do uh, the hot chocolate mix the same way. So you would put your dry powder. Then you put some chocolate chips and some marshmallows and uh, different things like that. Um one thing I did There's... another year. Oh, mm-hmm. go ahead. I made uh, <clears throat> ornaments from walnut shells. So I got I cut out little felt legs and little felt ears, and I made um, some turtles and some mice. So um, if you're not sure about tracing out the shapes, um, you can use a black felt tip marker to outline it, or you can use wiki sticks. Um, to kind of outline your shape and then cut around it for each creature, and then with your glue gun, and I'm gonna say. The, the G word, I, I'm not a fan of glitter, but if, oh. you know, <laughs> that's um, another thing you like, find in July. <laughs> oh, glitter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you know, and you can use your imagination and make some really cute little ornaments. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Leanne, I want to skip down to, because we are talking about getting that shopping done early or at least feeling like we can tackle the shopping. So do you have any shopping tips for us for the holidays? Yes. So let me skip down to that part. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Sorry. Ah, all right. So planning ahead. So um, I, I'm i one of those people that compulsively shop uh, throughout the year. And whenever I see something on sale or I find a deal, then I, I kind of have people in mind. And then I'll store it throughout the year. And then when Christmas comes, then I don't, it's not a big shock in terms of budget and having to then look for something in a panic for all the people on your list. Mm-hmm. I've, I was, um, I went to the mall at Yorkdale the other day and it wasn't even Halloween yet. And the mall was like insane with this. And especially now, you know, with all the other things going on, 
you don't really want to be in crazy crowded malls where it's, you know, suffocating heat in the mall and uh, all the people. So again, try to sort of space it out or just shop online, which is uh, an even better, better way. So if you don't want to use uh, the larger conglomerate uh, shopping spaces, there's Etsy and a few other ones. So you can, you can support local businesses. Um, Amazing. And listen, I know we we don't have any time left, but there's so much more on the plate we didn't cover today. Hopefully we can get to it soon before the holidays. You have so many tips on uh, what to purchase for people or what to mm-hmm. gift people, I should say. Some sensory-friendly sure. activities people can take part in during the holidays and much more. Leanne, thank you for your time and these tips. Yeah, well, happy holidays, everyone. I'm excited for uh, the holiday cooking that you can take part in. But Leanne will bring that to us a little later. She joins us on the third Monday of every month to talk independent living, this time covering tips for the holidays. Yeah, really nice. Wow. Mm -hmm. Some cool things there. I I like Leanne mentioning um, about... You know, tinsel and stuff like that. I mean, I hated always working with some of those things, but, you know, it's so different now over time. And then you think about, like, I go always back to thinking, what would it have been like in the days when people put darn candles on a Christmas tree? I mean, outside of more fires, but I mean, you know, it's just so, wow, I wonder what they were like then and and how what they viewed then as the important things to have on a tree. And I bet you. Yep. I bet you a lot of them put, hung more fruit on it and stuff like that. Actual items popcorn, like that. Popcorn, yeah. Something yeah. Like, I hear a lot of things that I'm like, what? I can't even think about what that would be like now with our oh, no. pets and our, our condos. And like, we're not even doing real trees barely anymore. So you, you would have had little pets inside the house loving it, though. Little mice. I would have been, you know, oh, get him out of the tree. Dear. He's going to he's pulling down my apples. Starting to understand all the Christmas carols now. Uh, yeah, there's there's some something in there, isn't there? <laughs> now that you mention it, I never really thought of that. Boy, uh, that that's really cool, though. Great, great ideas that Leanne had there uh, on the segment, folks, of course. Coming up after the break, ladies and gentlemen, well, the exclusion of students with disabilities from the classroom is a persistent problem. Danielle McLaughlin will join us after the break for our Know Your Rights segment as we discuss options for parents and kids who feel they're being shut out. We'll talk to her in a moment. 